0: Ramadan Reflections, day nine. Men and women, similar punishments in the world to come. shaytani rahim Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa And welcome back to Ramadan Reflections. Today being the ninth day of the blessed month of Ramadan, for 2023, 1444, the Islamic calendar. Uh, yesterday, if you were with us, we talked about men and women having similar rewards for similar actions. We looked at a very beautiful verse from chapter number 33, Surah Al-Ahzab, in which Allah mentioned men and women uh, simultaneously, back to back, one after the other. Uh, Don't think God is misogynistic, and that's why he mentioned men first and then women. Um, That might have come into the minds of some people, but that's not the reality. Um, In any case, we looked at how God has promised both of them great rewards for Islam, for Iman, for Qunut for patience, for fasting, for all of the virtues that we looked at yesterday. Today, we turn our attention to men and women similar punishments in the world to come. It stands to reason that if a man and woman get similar rewards for good actions, should they not receive similar punishments for their sins? Now, as we mentioned that uh, when it comes to the Islamic penal code, there are different punishments in this world for men and women that commit some sins. Uh, we may look at that later on, or we may just skip over it. Um, but when it comes to the world to come in the Akhirah, what about those sinners that don't ask for repentance and have not cleansed themselves of the sins and are not liable for intercession? Because we know we have a chance to ask for forgiveness and we have the opportunity to have Shafa'a, intercession. But what about those who are not fortunate enough to have asked for forgiveness or are not going to be in the category of being Uh, interceded for by the Prophet or the Imams or others. Will men and women get different punishments in the world to come for their sins? Or will Allah deal with them with his justice? Will he punish a woman more and a man less or vice versa? Well, in chapter 48, what what I want to look at today, Surah Al-Fatih, verse 6, the Quran notes the following. And that he may punish the hypocritical men and the hypocritical women, and the men and the women who associate partners with Allah who always entertain evil thoughts about Allah. Theirs will be the evil turn of fate. Allah has destined them to a severe punishment, eternally excluded them from his mercy and prepared hell for them. How evil a destination to arrive at. Now, although it's not a part of our discussion, but if you look at the previous verse, that is to say verse number five of Surah al fat chapter 48, Allah speaks about the rewards to the believing men and to the believing women, and just to you know refresh our memories to let us understand what he mentioned there. God said, and that He may admit the believing men and believing women into gardens through which rivers flow, therein to abide, and He may blot out from them their evil deeds, and that is a supreme triumph in God's sight. Now this passage of verses, verses five and six, specific. According to our commentators of the Quran, they say that these verses were revealed in regard to the peace treaty of Hudaybiyah. Now, I'll uh, I'll give you some details about it, but I expect that you can do your research on your own if you don't know about the peace treaty of Hudaybiyah. But basically in the outcome, uh, in this verse, we see that both Muslim men and Muslim women were promised great rewards as it related to their acceptance of the peace treaty and all that ensued thereafter. If they followed it, they accepted the words of the Messenger of Allah, they would be equally rewarded. But what about the other side? You know, the verse is under review for today. We look at the fact that Allah does not discriminate in the world to when, it come, when it, to when it relates to punishments that the sinners do. Those who sinned and didn't ask for repentance in the life of this world, uh, they will be liable for a punishment in the world to come. Therefore, if a man sins doesn't ask for repentance and he's uh, held on that trial on the day of judgment. He's liable for the punishment in the world to come. And similar is a woman. If she sins, she's also liable for her punishment with Allah on the day of judgment. Now, this is made clear in the verse that we began with for today. Because it began by highlighting, and Allah mentioned it again again, and uh, it in both ways. He says that Allah would punish the hypocritical men and the hypocritical women and the polytheists from amongst the men and also the women. In addition, we saw that Allah noted that those individuals, men and women that housed bad intentions about Allah, they would also have a price to pay in the world to come. Both of them, Allah will not exonerate one or the other. They're both responsible for their own personal decisions. The verse continues in which Allah notes that there were men and women that pretended to be Muslims in the city of Medina. But they continuously entered evil thought, entertained evil thoughts about Allah. They were what we would call companions of the Prophet, men and women, but they were not devoted to God and to the Prophet. So what's their outcome? Well, it's very simple. God mentions in this verse, he says, both the women and the men will have a severe punishment from Allah. Just as they would receive a similar a great reward, they also receive a great punishment. They will be eternally excluded from the mercy of Allah. In other words, Allah has covered them with his la'an, and as Allah said, he would prepare hell for them, or he has prepared hell for them. Now, why would Allah make this punishment to both genders so clear? Why did he have to say hypocritical men and women? He could have just left it general, just hypocrites. Simply put, I think we need to recognize that Allah wants to stress at every possible point in the revelation that men and women have shared outcomes, both good and bad. I think he wants us to realize that women, they are just as guilty of a sin as much as a man, and they also have a price to pay. Not that one is more guilty of the same crime than the other, they're both equally accountable. Just as if he's going to be merciful and generous in his rewards to both when they do good, then his justice dictates but he also reprimand and punish those who do bad and do not repent for their ways. Now to conclude, um, again much more can be said but we want to keep these very brief. But recognize that Allah speaks to women in the Quran, both those who commit good and bad. Uh, we have to recognize ourselves that you know, we really determine what we want to be, good or bad. Good and follow the path and live a life of godliness or deviate and live a life of godlessness. If we choose the latter, the women or the men, we have to be ready to pay the price in the world to come. It's as simple as that, brothers and sisters. As we conclude, you know, tomorrow, we're gonna move into the next phase of this discussion of women in the Quran. And I think we'll focus on a more positive aspect. Um, And tomorrow on the 10th of the month of Ramadan, which is gonna be the one third of the month of Ramadan we'll be at, we're gonna look at the topic of women, the right to choose when it comes to marriage. Do women have the right to choose their spouse? If so, where is this enshrined in the noble Quran, the book of guidance that God sent to us? God willing, we will review this topic tomorrow on the 10th of the blessed month of Ramadan. But until then, wassalamu alaykum jamian wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.